I'm trying. I'm trying. It's not like I'm not trying, Brohensky. I'm trying hard. Live from Beit Shemesh and broadcasted around the world, you are listening to the From Entrepreneur Podcast with your host, Naham Kligman. Interviews and advice from Jewish entrepreneurs from around the world. Listen, learn, be Masliach. Welcome to episode 55 of the From Entrepreneur. And today I have a repetitive guest. Is that a word, repetitive guest? Please, repetitive. Sounds like I make, like I talk the same thing over and over again. Well, not that you're, not that you say the same thing over and over again, but that what I mean to say is that he's been, he's not only has he been a guest on the show before, but he's actually been a host of an episode on this show before. I want to welcome back to the From Entrepreneur, the one, the only, Daniel Geffen who is here to talk about some exciting news. Daniel, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Nachum. And it is exciting news. This is, this is news that I've been waiting 10 years to share. Oh, wow. Tell us about it. Yeah. Uh, well, it's a book. I just launched a book and today is book launch day. Um, I had this idea for this book over 10 years ago. It's called The Self-Help Addict. And... I've been wanting to write the book, but because I'm a self-help addict, I kept starting the book and then, you know, stopping and procrastinating and putting it off and, you know, just not doing it. And finally, I've done it. I've printed the book. It's out. It's on Amazon. People could buy it. That's it. Done. That, Can we finish? Great. That's it. That's the end of the episode. Oh, let's back finish that a little bit for those <laughs> that, I mean, I'll link, I'll link in the uh, share notes, of course, a link to the book. Um, and of mm. course, uh, links to the previous episodes with Daniel. But those that don't know who you are, Daniel, um, this is the first time they're hearing about you. Why don't you give a little brief intro? Oh, man, I hate doing my own intros. Can you not give me the intro? You don't, you don't, you don't love talking about yourself? Wait, can't you I mean, rap it? <laughs> I like to come from heaven to bring everybody oh. things that they need to hear. I got awesome are you podcast. It's called Picking My Brain. Oh, Whoever told Nahum, me how to do that gonna... is definitely insane. Woohoo! Go Nachum! Yeah! Whoa, are you going to put in some rap music to go and... That, to that go was... There as well? No, no, that, you do it. You go... Oh, it's like... <laughs> yeah. Oh, there we go. Um, there we go. There we go. So, what, what do you want to know? What I do you want to know? I want to... Just in general, like, what do you do when you're not launching books? Um, okay, so I'm married for 11 years. I have four beautiful children and a beautiful wife, uh, Baruch Hashem. And I live in Eretz Israel, in Israel. Um, I have two, in Beit Shemesh. Okay. <laughs> I have uh, two you companies. Do you, you have any relatives that live uh, nearby? Uh, no. Uh, no, no. Cousins? Okay, Nochum Kligman thinks that he's my distant I cousin. I don't think we are related. It was proven. Rabbi Gerzi has said it over and over again. You and I are blood family. All right, all right, all right, all right. Maybe, maybe, maybe I think it was someone yeah, had a parrot. Let, let people see the resemblance. Go ahead. Are you kidding me? We yeah, look nothing look alike. We look almost exactly alike. It's oh, freaking. goodness. I mean, my all skin right, is no. a little lighter, but. Back to, back to the program. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so, um, I, I mean, pretty much I've got two companies. I just published a book. I have a podcast show called Can I Pick Your Brain, um, which was ranked the top 26 business podcast to listen to in 2017. 
Um, I've interviewed over 120 uh, very successful entrepreneurs, including billionaires, multimillionaires, Fortune 1000 CEOs, the smartest man alive, the leading well, host. Thank you. <laughs> well, no, I mean, oh. Oh, <laughs> no, I wasn't referring to you, no, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and and yeah, and it's it's been it's been it's very interesting because growing up, I I was a procrastinator. I would always push things off. I was very lazy. Uh, it's actually interesting because as I say that, were you lazy I, I, or procrastinator? Because there there is a difference. There's a there is a difference, and I I talk about that in the book. But I'm actually still a procrastinator. I still have the thoughts to procrastinate and I still have the feelings of being lazy, but I just take action. And that's pretty much what this book is about. It's, it's about how if you take the action, the feelings and the thoughts will follow you. So the way I see it is that my thoughts and my feelings are like my little children. So your thought says, I don't want to go to the gym. Then your feelings say, I don't feel like going to the gym. It's so cold and, oh, it's, you know, I just don't want to go. I don't feel like going, right? And they're like, imagine your little children saying, I don't want to go to bed. I don't want to go to school. I don't want to brush my teeth. Oh, do you listen to them? Who's in control? You or your children? And so I learned to take control of my thoughts and feelings and, and treat them like my children. And, and I just grab them by the hand and I say, I know you don't want to go to the gym and I know you don't feel like going but we're going. And I just, I just go. And then what happens is something incredible. You get to the gym, you start running on the treadmill, you start lifting some weights and you start to feel good, right? You start to feel pumped awesome. and you're like, yeah. And then your thoughts the are like, wow, is, this is great. breaking the, you know, yeah, right. Energy's so, going. You feel like you just take over the world. Exactly. So your thoughts and feelings follow your actions, not the other way around. A lot of self-help gurus out there, they'll talk about positive mindsets and getting into a, um, you know, a certain state of mind. And I think that it's about taking the action and the action will create those thoughts and feelings. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's so interesting though, because people don't usually think about it in, you know, in terms like that. They just, mm -hmm. excuses go and then maybe they'll schlep, schlep themselves. But, uh, it's a very good, I mean, you're, basically you're saying you have to change your mindset and how you think about things. No, I'm saying you just need to take the action and the, and the feelings and the thoughts will follow. Saying taking the actions will lead to more positive thoughts. Correct. Yes. So a lot of people will say, for example, I want to write a book, right? I want to write a book. I feel like writing a book, but those are just thoughts and feelings. And if you don't take action, then nothing's going to happen. Um, you know, I interviewed Jeff Hoffman. He's a billionaire. He's one of only 2000 billionaires in the world. And I said to him, I said, Jeff, you know, what is your, what's your secret source? You know, you're a billionaire. You've, you've made all this money. You've got a fortune. What did you do that most people don't? And he said to me, you know, Daniel, it's actually very simple. I have a sign up in my office and it says the following ideas are welcome here, but execution is worshiped. It's all about the execution. Because here's the thing, and let me describe to you what a self-help addict looks like. I would go to Barnes & Nobles. Okay, for those of you that are not familiar, Barnes & Nobles is a bookstore um, before the times of Amazon. And I remember, I remember I would walk in and my wife would stop me. She'd say, no, 
don't go in there because she knew that the minute I step foot in Barnes and Nobles, I'm in there for hours. Like she'll she'll lose me. Like I'm gone. Right. So I would turn around and be like, oh, honey, just um, you know, go buy something. Like take the kids, buy them something. Go buy a dress or something because I knew that I just wanted to go in there and 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 get into my my you know my zone of of looking for that special book. Right. And so I'd go in there and I'd go over to the self help section or the business section and I'd start like picking off the books. And for those of you watching this or listening to this, if you're a self-help addict, you'll really understand what I'm saying here. You, you pick up these books and you start looking at the front cover, the back cover, you look at the testimonials, you flick through the chapters and you, you're waiting for something to jump out at you, right? And so you've got about 10, 20 books piled up. And after about two hours, you whittle it down to only three books. And then you're like, okay, which one, which one? Which one? And finally, you've got that one book and you cradle it in your arms like a little baby and you carry it over to the cashier and you pay for it and you walk out and you're like, this is it. This is going to change my life. This is the book that's going to get me what I want. And you go home and you shut, you shut the door, you, you close the door and you take out your yellow marker pen and you start marking everything, right? The whole book, right? If you look at all my books, you'll find literally yellow all over the place, right? You marker it, marker it, marker it. And every sentence is like gold. You're like, yes, yes, that's going to do it. Yes. Oh my God. He's so right. Yes. And then you get to the end of the book, you get to that last page and you turn over the last page and then you get that feeling, that pit in your stomach that just says, oh no, it's over. And what does that mean? It means now I've actually got to go and take action. You see, when you're taking in information, when you're consuming, then you justify to yourself, I don't need to take action because I'm learning. I'm taking information in. I'm analyzing. I'm planning. So every minute that I plan and I analyze and I learn, I have an excuse not to go out there and put myself out there and produce something. And so it's, it's basically procrastination in disguise. So it's, it's pretty much what you're doing is you're overdosing on information. And then what happens is you close the book and you think to yourself, oh my goodness, what do I do now? So you go to the author's website, you check out his blog, and then you find out that he's got a webinar. And you're like, oh, he's got a webinar. Great. I need to sign up to that because then I'll be able to do it. That's what I need. I need the webinar. You go on the free webinar. And at the end of the webinar, what does he say? Join one of my events. I've got an event coming up. I've got a seminar. It's only 3000 dollars and flights and everything else. And you're like, yes, that's what I need. I need to go to the event because then I'll meet people who are like me and then I'll meet the person in, in, in person, right? I'll see him in the flesh and that's what I need. I need him to, to mentor me. And of course you go and you spend your money and then you get all riled up and you get all hyped up. Wow. Wow. And then you come back and two weeks later, three weeks later, you're back to the same place again. Does that sound familiar? Sounds very familiar. I mean, uh, and I think that's with any type of motivation that you get in life, right? When you get motivated, you're excited, you're pumped up. But as soon as that motivation ends, all of a sudden real life hits you and you're like, oh, what do I do now? And since you don't want to feel, and, and this is just translating what you're saying, basically, you don't want to feel that guilt of not taking action. So you'll take a further motivational course and a further one until you're addicted to just taking more and more and more. And the only one that's making money and success are the gurus that are uh, the quote unquote gurus that are selling you this stuff. Bingo. Bingo. You know, the only all about how to get out of that, how to, how to break that addiction. My goal, my, successful. my goal for the book is I want you to go from consumer to creator. 
I want you to go from reading books to writing books, from watching inspirational videos to creating inspirational videos, from you know going to a, to sit and listen to a speaker to becoming the speaker. I want you to have your platform. I want you to find your voice. I want you to leave your impact in this world because we're only here for a short period of time, right? We know we're only here for for, for a limited time and. Chaval, it's such a shame that so many of us have so much to give, but we're so afraid to just go out there and just and and because we're we're worried, we're scared that, about what people. Think that was, of going us. Be, my, that was going, right, and I, I want to har, har, harbor on that because that was my next question: is what is that number one thing? You finish the motivational thing, you finish the book, the seminar, whatever it is. What is it that's what's the number one reason why people don't take that next step? Okay, so first of all, notice your language there, Nochum. You just said exactly what a typical self-help addict would say. What's the number one thing? What's that number one thing? There is no, maybe you are. But the truth is is that the reason why I know that you're not in that. Well, here's the thing. You want to hear something interesting? And I'll answer the question in a minute. We are both addicts. Both you, Nochum, and I are both self-help addicts. And guess what? We're still addicts. Because once you're an addict, once you have an addictive personality, you have it for life. You, you were born, I, I, I believe that I was born with an addictive personality type. And I believe you were too. Yeah. The difference between you and I and the rest and a lot of other self-help addicts is that you broke the cycle. You broke the chains. You wrote a book, The From Entrepreneur. You produced a show, right? And you've started your own company. You've been successful. You pretty much, even though you have the thoughts, you have the same thoughts and feelings as everybody else. The difference is, is that you've taken action and you've decided to pretty much just go and do it anyway, even right. though I and feel... I'll, and I'll tell you why. And this is what you were just hitting to. This is something also Gary Vaynerchuk also speaks about because yeah. I didn't care about what other people thought. Yes. I, and I think to me, I don't know if you agree with me or not, this is what you're saying. Maybe you talk about this in the book, but if you're not worried about other people's things, then you have nothing to lose. So you go out Correct. there. What's the worst that's going to happen? People laugh at you. Who cares? People will look down at you. Who cares? Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. I think that's Malcolm, did, you ever, did you ever feel that that you cared about what people thought of you? Were you ever afraid to express yourself? You know what? Truth is, I did up until a certain point in my life. Um, okay. Where I did, and then then something happened in my life. I um, I was being bullied by somebody. And uh, I guess I must have been around 11, 12 years old. And I was bullied by this person for, for a number of years. And one time, you know, I was outside and again, I got bullied. And, I, and, and, and the guy was like hitting me and stuff. And I came inside crying to my, in, in my house. And my, uh, my bubby, all of a sudden, was there. I guess I must have been about uh, 10, 11 years old. And I told her what happened. And uh, she said to me um, something very profound that had, prob- that had a tremendous effect on my life. She said, why don't you hit him back? And, and, and to me, and, and that like sort of opened up something in my mind. I, I said, well, I could hit him back. You know, I'm allowed to hit him back. And sure enough, the next time he hit me, I pounced on him. I pounced Woo-hoo. him and I beat him and... He never bullied or bothered me again. And wow. I realized that, 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 wow, I, you know, I don't have to be the victim. I don't have to be, uh, you know, that there, I could take control of my life. Now, of course, this got me into a lot of trouble, you know, in, <laughs> in school over the next bunch of years because yeah. I started developing this attitude of, 
hey, you can't hit me, you can't bother me, what you say is not going to matter, I don't care if you're a teacher or a parent or anything else. And so it has its negative effects, but in terms of getting over that fear of, um, you know, of, re- of, of what people think, you know, that's sort of what broke it for me. But you, and that's, that's incredible. Thank you so much for sharing that, Nahum, because what that, the, key, the key aspect to that story, what the turnaround point was, is you took that action and the action created that thought of, well, oh, that felt good. Yeah. Wow. I took control. I owned it. I went from victim to leader in this situation. And so that basically motivated you to take more action. And the more action you took, the more your thinking started to change. And that's exactly what I talk about. That's exactly what I talk about is you've got to break that cycle. And when you do, you are going to be unstoppable. And I want to say something very interesting here. I really do. The, the people listening to this, okay, those of you that, that say, yeah, but the truth is, like, I don't know if I have it in me. Yeah, I don't know if I'm, if, I, if I'm a leader. I don't know if I have leadership qualities. I don't know if I, I can produce things. Like, I don't know if it's in me to do that. I want to say this. I know 100% that you do because you already have been. And I'll explain what I mean. Every single one of you, when you were a child, you started to walk, right? And what did you do? You got up, you took your first step, and you fell over and you hurt yourself and you started crying and you felt pain. But did you stop? Did you give up? No. You got up again, you took another two steps, you fell again. And you got up and you kept doing it, you kept doing it. And what's really interesting, Nochum, is that you never thought about what anyone else thought about you. You didn't think, oh my goodness, look at these grown-ups. They make it look so easy. I'm going to look like a complete idiot. Like if I get up and I start to waddle and then I fall, I'm going to embarrass myself. I can't do this, right? You didn't think that. You just got up. You didn't care about what anybody thought and you just did it. Right? And it's the same thing with, with speech. When you, when you learned your first language, right, you started saying goo, goo, gag, blah, 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 and you sounded like an idiot. right? But you started stringing words together. You didn't give up. And this is the thing. Everybody, every single person at, at that point in their lives, you were the most persistent, courageous, bold. You didn't care about what anybody thought. You were on a mission and you got whatever you wanted. You got whatever you wanted. And at some point in your life, I don't know who it was. I don't know what it was, but you stopped. You, you buried yourself in this little cave. You were too afraid to come out. You gave up too quick. You need to take that back. It's not about finding it. It's about uncovering it because it's already there. Great. And you're, you're, you're 100% right and, and awesome. And but let, me, let me take it a step further because yeah. let's call it a cousin of this feeling of, you know, fear of what other people are going to say. And I think the second most common reason why people don't take action is fear of failure. So how does yeah. that tie in? And, and do you talk about that in the book? Yes, I do. I talk about fear of failure in the book. And here's the thing. Most people think that you need to crush fear. You need to control fear. You need to completely, you know, blow it up, like get rid of it. 
And it's so not true. You need to make fear your friend. The chapter in my book is called Make Fear Your Friend because fear is your friend. Remember how I spoke about how your thoughts and feelings are your children, right? You don't want to crush your children. You just want to explain to them that we're better off going here. I know you want to go there, but we're going to go here. You, you take control. You don't kill them. <laughs> your thoughts and feelings will never go. They'll always be with you, but you will help them to grow. Just like your children, you will mechanech your thoughts and feelings. So too, the same thing with fear, except with fear, fear isn't your child, fear is your friend. Fear is there to really push you forward. You know when you're about to do something? You still and have you, fear? Yes. Oh my goodness. Before I got on this show with you, my stomach started to churn a bit. Like, the, really? You know, the same yes, I still get that. I've done over 120 interviews and every single time I'm about to get on the show, I, I, I just, I feel that fear. When I spoke in front of uh, a thousand people in New York, um, oh my goodness, it was like, I needed to go to the bathroom five times, like, you know, 10 minutes before, we, before I went on. The fear is there and you will never really get rid of it and you don't want to get rid of it. You don't, the minute that you get rid of fear, you become boring. Hmm. You become a robot. Who wants someone to come up on stage and be completely fearless and have no emotions and just kind of be robotic and, and scripted? Nobody. What fear does is it gives you, you know, those chemicals rushing around in your body. You know, those feelings that butterfly in your stomach, the butterfly in your stomach is really chemicals rushing around in your body. It gives you that energy and that like, you know, that kick up the backside to just, just perform. Mm. It gives you the edge. If you can, if you can leverage that, if you can channel that energy of that fear, it's incredibly powerful. It's incredibly powerful. But you have to channel it. And again, you make friends with fear. Don't, don't look at him as your enemy. He wants the best for you. He wants to, he's there really to just kind of keep you in check. Like you don't want to, you know, burn yourself. You don't want to do something that you are, are going to regret later on. But at the same time, he's incredibly, incredibly useful to keep you on your toes. So you want fear, 100%. Excellent. You know, I've never heard it actually presented like that before. So really fantastic. I mean, I'm, you. I'm, I'm, you, know, I, I, you know, I'm looking forward to getting my copy of the book, super pumped up about it. it you know, it sounds like you're really tackling a, a pain point and an issue. And, you know, I, I think it, this should be like the last self-help book that anyone ever buys, right? It should be the first of yeah. last. I would say it should, it should not be the last. I would say it should definitely not be the last. Oh, coming out of I get it. Well, that, that, but there's also, <laughs> that. no, and here's a disclaimer I put at the beginning of the book. I am not saying that self-help books are a waste of time. I'm not saying that these seminars are a waste of money. I, I, gain action. Action. I, I gain tremendously from the information. Look, Nochum, we live in a world right now where you can access any information, I mean, it's incredible. You go on YouTube and you can find a lifetime, a lifetime of, of, of content. The problem is, is that we overdose on it. Mm. It's just, we just consume it and consume it. And consume it. We, don't, we don't do anything with it. And so it just sits in us and it doesn't do anything. It just, it, it, the energy comes in and it leaves. Energy comes in and it leaves. We don't channel that energy. We don't put it out there and make our stamp on it. 
That's the problem. I don't want my book to be the last book you read. I want my book to be the last book that you read and then do nothing about it. I want from then on that every time you get inspired, whenever you get that heat, that feeling of that, oh my goodness, I need to do something. I want you to then go and do something. You know when you listen to a piece of music or you listen to a, a, a someone speak and, and they're really motivational and you get that fire in your belly sure. and you feel like, I got to do something. And I, I'll give you an example, okay? I actually, I, I watched a movie where there was a father and son relationship and there's music playing and the father and son get together at the end of the movie and it's really like there's tears coming down my face. And in that moment, I think to myself, I need to speak to my dad. I haven't spoken to him in so long. I need to give him a call. You know, there was that inspiration to just go and do something. And you know what happened? The movie ended and I got busy with something else and I called off. And when you call off, that's it. It's much harder to take action. You've got to, when you, if you're watching that movie, you're listening to that speaker and you get fired up to do something, get up and go and do it. Put down the book, stop the video, pick up the phone, call them there in that moment. Because if you wait, you call off and then it's too late. Take action when you're in the heat of the moment. Love it. Love it. Daniel, this has been awesome. I know you've got a bunch of other uh, podcasts to do. You're, you're on fire. Um, I want to say one thing. Can I, can I, I'm really sure, sorry. I know five for time. This is very important because I, I feel like it wouldn't be complete if I didn't mention this. I almost scrapped the whole book. Really? Yeah. About a month before I was ready to publish, I, I was about to have to scrap the whole thing and rewrite the whole book. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you why. It suddenly dawned on me that everything I wrote up until that point was great and it would get people to get up and go and take action and become a creator. But that would still not solve the problem of, you know, a lot of, see what happened with me is I created a lot. I built two very successful companies. I, I launched a, a, my own show. You know, I have a beautiful wife and four children. Like everything was going really well for me. And I was taking a lot of action and I was still depressed. Mm. I still felt depressed. And what I came to the realization is, is that it's not just about action. It's not just about becoming. It's not just about climbing that mountain. If you only climb the mountain, but you don't stop and appreciate the journey along the way, if you don't stop and look at the scenery and say, wow, if you don't look down and say, look how far I've come, then you're going to be depressed. And there's a reason why so many celebrities and very successful business owners, are, they get to the point where they are suicidal. And the reason why they're at that point is because they've achieved everything that they wanted to achieve, and yet they still feel empty. And it's, it's worse than when they were at the beginning, because at least at the beginning, you look up at the mountain and you say, oh, if only I climb the mountain, then I'll be happy. So at least you have hope. But when you've climbed the mountain and you've achieved so much and you still feel empty, then what hope is there left? You're at the end of the rope. And so I said to myself, oh my goodness, this is only one piece of the puzzle. This is one side of the seesaw. And so I almost scrapped the whole book and rewrote the whole book. But then I said to myself, and I spoke to my rabbi and my mentors, 
And they said, Daniel, why would you write, rewrite the book? Your book's great. Just add chapters at the end of it. And I did. And, I, and the chapter is called Being and Becoming. And it's the seesaw of my life. It's going and being able to balance becoming, climbing that mountain, and also being and accepting who you are and realizing that right now in this very moment, you are perfect and you have everything you need. Everything you need. There is nothing that you are lacking right now. And yet at the same time, you need to go out and do more. You need to achieve. So I, I really, uh, I wanted to share that as well because that to me is so important and it's an integral part of my book. Fantastic. Really. I mean, I'm, I'm super excited, super pumped up about it. You know, I, I definitely recommend it to uh, all my listeners. Uh, grab your book now, grab your copy. You know, I'll put the, the link in the show notes. And Daniel, mm -hmm. again, thank you so much uh, for taking the time and coming on the show again. You know, yeah, there's uh, actually a special offer. There's a special offer right now. Um, this show is yeah, going this, out. It's going to be green. Uh, it's going to be a green episode. What does that mean, green? Green meaning that uh, people are still going to listen to this episode a year from now. They're going to miss out on the special offer. Then they're going to no, feel bad. I, I, I know, but I want, I want people to know that right now, if they buy it on the 16th of January, 2018, um, the Kindle edition is only 99 cents and the print version is only $6. Um, I will also make this for people who listen to it in the future. Um, if they reach out to Nochum or I, um, I will also give them that, that same offer as well. Oh, wow. So That's nice. I will... I will do that. And if you head over to Amazon and you type in the self-help addict, that's the self-help addict, you'll find the book there. And of course, if you enjoy it, please leave me a review because that will help me to become a number one bestseller. Excellent. Thank you. To me, you already are a number one bestseller. Oh, that's so sweet of you. <laughs> All right, thank you so much for being on the show. Can't wait to hear thank about you. more successes and, the, and uh, looking forward to see what's next with, uh, with you. Thank you so much, Nahum. Thank you for listening to the From Entrepreneur Podcast with Nahum Kligman. We hope you learned something valuable and will share this with your friends. For show notes, archives of previous episodes, and more information to help you start and grow your business, please visit our website, www.fromentrepreneur.com. Listen, learn, be Masliak.